Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This show is designed to give you actionable, practical and practicable ways to improve your management skills and get the best results you can. Now make sure you've taken the time to subscribe to this show so you'll never miss an episode and share it. It costs you nothing to pass on this positivity. Now, let's get on with this week's show. This week's show is about how to formulate your imperatives. Now, thanks for joining me this week, and I hope you're all well. Now, over the past few weeks and few shows, I've looked at the idea of purpose of your business and the needs for a purpose as a wider group. This is the idea of starting with the why and then looking at how you can communicate out that purpose to the wider team. Today, I want to go on from the whys to the hows. You have communicated a great purpose and you've got engagement, but what do you need to do next to deliver the results. Remember, without deliverables, the organisation will not grow or even survive. Now, I've succeeded over the last 10 years of the idea of imperatives. Now, what are imperatives, you ask? Well, the imperatives are the direct areas in which you and your team as a business need to deliver to get the results that you need to make sure you're growing. They are the pivotable and pioneering parts of your business. They're the ideas and the areas where you'll get the biggest bang for your bucks. Now, as every business or organisation is different, I can't give you a ready-made solution for these imperatives. But what I can give you is ideas to build into your own. And as ever, I know you will be wanting some sort of handy list. So what I've tried to do is give you a handy list to start with. You know, I'm here to help. That's what I'm here for. Now, these are the overarching areas that most businesses will build on their specific imperatives. Now, they're not rocket science. Anyone who's been around business for a while will have heard these, but I'm just going to lay them out in a nice little list and then I'll go through them in a little bit more detail so you can understand where my head comes from. First one, safety. Then you've got people, quality, service, Cost, sustainability, growth and innovation. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start with that big one, safety. You're not going to get very far in any work or organisation without a safe working environment. Now that's just from, not just from a legal point of view, but you need to obviously have an established way to look at the, the ways that you're working to make sure they are safe. And you've always got to get it high on your list. Now, you have some metrics which will drive these these safety uh, areas, um, but just don't concentrate on the numbers. If you're just talking about accidents, well, that's fine. What you want to develop is a way to get some safety across the board to make it successful. Because you need to have a culture of safety, and a culture of safety is around behaviour that people make inside the business to make sure that day-to-day they're keeping themselves and others safe. That's where you can build from. So when you look at your imperatives, think around how you can have a safety imperative. Now, followed closely is the people idea. This is about more than just them being safe. It's about how you retain, attract and motivate the people at work. 
you might get away with a low-skill, low-morale workforce for some very basic operations. But you'll need to get the imperative sorted if you want to grow and get the right people in your business who want to work and drive your business forward. You know, you can attract people with money and bonuses and perks. You can also attract them with the idea of getting some sort of promotion and enjoying the work. But if you're not getting the right people in and you're not attracting the right people to your business, none of that can happen. Third one on my list is quality. Now, this is an interesting concept in the modern world. We sometimes expect quality to be not so great. It might sound a bit strange, that, but how many times have you bought an item and you really thought, well, at that price, what can I expect? I'm not going to expect it to last any time. But quality should still be higher on your agenda. If you're a service industry, it's the top things that you'll get people coming back to you time and time and again, even more than cost. In food, you want to make sure the quality of the product you make is best it can be. So shoppers return. There's so much choice out there. You've got to maybe attract them. And remember, you don't just have to have people complaining about poor quality. Social media will tell others pretty quickly if something isn't where it should be. So forget the traditional complaints per million. Think of the bad Instagram or TikTok or um, Twitter comment that people will leave. Those are the ones that are really going to affect your quality uh, in your business. Then you've got service, Um, both on time and in full and person to person, making people buy again and again from you. You you can't have the best quality and best price. Sometimes you have to make sure that you're getting that service right. So that, you know, it don't matter if it's really, really cheap. If it's not there, no one's going to buy it. You've got to make sure in hospitality that the service of the quality that you're delivering will go a long way. How many times have you returned to a hotel that's got poor service and poor quality? Not often, I would guess. Now let's turn to the big one, costs. I've said it a few times, you're there to deliver results and one of the biggest results most people in business are going to be monitored on is delivering a profit. And that's all about controlling costs. In manufacturing businesses, the cost controls and the cost savings make the difference between a future and a closure. You need to have people focus on cost, both from hitting the budget, but saying that sometimes I don't think budget is a great thing to do because as humans are very good at, they usually put a bit of fat into budgets to make sure that when it comes to the end of the day, they hit the targets. I always want my team to look at an absolute cost. Where's the waste? How much can we do with what we've got? What does a customer actually pay for? You should always be looking at what your cost per whatever you produce is, as well as the cost out pipeline. That means that whenever you're making something, you've got the next cost out initiative working. That leads nicely into sustainability. This is both the environmental concept of sustainability, so your concerns around making sure that you're not destroying the planet for the future, but it's also around the idea of sustainability in health. So if, you're, if you are a food producer, what kind of business can be producing something that's sustainable longer terms? In the last couple of decades, we've, we've all become more and more part of normal business transactions to talk around the idea of sustainable health. If you produce an unhealthy product in a non-renewable way, you won't be around for that much longer because you can't grow a business with those kind of fundamentals. You need to see how you can shift your focus away from past glory of products to new technology. If your customers don't change you, the legislation will. So get ahead of the game when it comes to sustainability. 
And then let's look at our final two parts, the idea of growth and innovation. We know some organisations have made the same product all their working lives. They've done very well at it. But even the most staunch and hardy traditionalists know that things have changed. Many of you look at products at the minute from, say, Coca-Cola. They are known for their original version. But, as you know, low-calorie versions are now outselling the original. They've actually had to shift the whole marketing away from the traditional Coke, which is still produced, to the lower-calorie Cokes. And you've probably noticed the cans now are very much the same, apart from a banner at the top which tells you the difference. So, growth is linked to innovation. You could go out and get more customers. I mean, that's one way to grow. I mean, that really does, you know, or you could actually look at bringing in new products. Both are very solid growth strategies. But real innovation drives you on, not just for one or two years, but five to ten years. At this point, you're probably asking yourself, well, look, Matt, you've said you need imperatives. Now, this is a list that's too big. And you may be right. And the art of good imperatives is to pick the ones that you needed now and the future. You need to assess your business and say, what's the most important thing I need to deliver to keep trading? What you need to land to make the difference. And from those, you can pick your five, and I would say maximum six, to support the purpose. And as before, you can't do this alone. You need to take your team on this journey and make sure they're involved in formulating these imperatives from the purpose. And those then insane imperatives becomes part of your yearly goals. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on both good, bad and indifference around the show or whatever else you want to engage in. As feedback is a gift. Now remember, you can always get me at managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I answer all the emails and would love to engage on new and old topics. And also, if you can do me a massive favour, make sure you rate the Manager Matt podcast show wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others find the cast and hopefully improve their leadership skills. Right, well that's it for Manager Matt this week. And thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.